everyone to the Potential Awaits podcast. My name is Sue Edsworth, your host, coach, and professor that founded Worth Results to help people maximize their potential and achieve what they want out of life. Today, we are interviewing the founder and owner of Grounding Balance Wellness and Psychotherapy, Stacy Stemplowski. If you're in the Niagara region, well, she is everywhere. So put away all your distractions and focus on today's lesson because this podcast class is now in session. Well, hello again, friends. I'm so excited to provide you with an interview today that I did with Stacy Stemplowski and her husband and business associate, Ryan Wills. As a relatively new person to the Niagara region, I found out very quickly Stacy is involved in the community and supports women's advocacy where and how she can. And from my perspective, what a role model for me to share with everyone. So I want you to have a listen and I hope you get inspired. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm very, very excited today to welcome a couple of new friends that I've met along the way. Uh, Stacy Stacy Stemplowski. I knew I was going to screw that up. <laughs> Goodness, I practiced it and practiced it and it didn't matter. That's okay. Most people do. <laughs> well, you know, I'm supposed to be a professional speaker. I'm supposed to get this stuff. But anyway, and, and Ryan Wills. Hi, Ryan. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, Stacy. Hello. Happy to be here. Awesome. I'm happy to hear that. All right. So um, Stacy and Ryan are involved in an absolutely wonderful business that is very, very prominent in the Niagara area. I knew it as GB Wellness and Psychotherapy, but GB stands for Grounding Balance Wellness and Psychotherapy, which is super exciting. So I'm really happy that uh, you have joined us today on Potential Awaits, just to give us an idea of, you know, the spark for both of you to be involved in this great business. And also, Stacy, some of your other events that you uh, deal with in the Niagara region. So um, thank you so much again. All right. So for Stacy, what inspired you to start Grounding Balance? Well, it's something I've always been passionate about. I've worked with individuals for over 20 years now in different avenues and social services and have always been incredibly grateful to be a part of so many significant journeys. I've never taken anything for granted. Mm -hmm. Part of that, though, I think before the pandemic and definitely confirmed by the pandemic is I wanted to try to alleviate some roadblocks and some barriers and very much provide a culture and an environment in which people were supported in the place that they were coming from. So nice. very much that GB comes from a client centered approach. So the culture that we've created here places emphasis on the individual and their journey and what they see for themselves rather than those decisions being made for them. Oh, so awesome. very, yeah, so very much empowering yeah. the person and making sure that their voice is heard, they're advocated for, and they are supported. And the team here, you know, very much understands and meets the person where they're at and can provide different modalities and supports and, and services. But at the end of the day, the priority is always the individual. Um, and just being a small business owner has always been a dream of mine, just being able to very much, like I said, curate that approach and that that space for people to connect in is always something that's kind of been on my bucket list. Oh, that's awesome. You know what? I knew there would be synergies between 
what it is that uh, my mission statement is and your own. So that's mm-hmm. fantastic to hear. And, and also the fact that, you know, you are living a bucket list dream. That's yeah. absolutely fantastic. So correct me with, with um, correct me if I'm wrong, were the two of you together when you started GB wellness or did you come together afterwards? No, we were together when it started. That's what I thought. So when you decided to start up this business, Mm -hmm. uh, what was your thoughts on this, Ryan? And or maybe not only just Ryan's thoughts, but maybe hearing from friends and family about the fact that you were going to start up a business. And whether it's you first, Stacey or Ryan, your choice. You can start, Stacey. Um, Brian's always been incredibly supportive. So for as long as we've known each other, we've always had these discussions of one day I would take this step. Nice. The piece to that is I am very type A. I am very much a planner. I am not much of a risk taker. I am very, things need to be aligned, so to speak. While I very much support and live authentically and holistically, there's always been a little bit of fear. Mm. Um, Ryan in full transparency was the one who gave me the push and said, if you don't do this now, you probably won't. And you'll stay safe and you'll stay in your comfort zone, but it won't be achieving what you want for yourself. So there has been very transparent conversations throughout the entirety of our career that this inevitably would happen one day. It's starting to move and going down this road very much came as a result of his push. Like, I'm tired of hearing you talk about it. Like, let's put this into action. <laughs> so Ryan was the 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 pusher. We'll just put yep. it that way. Yeah. <laughs> that, that has so many meanings. Not, right. not the meaning that I'm talking about. Um, now, you obviously had this dream. There was some concerns, mm-hmm. some trepidation. How did your family and friends deal with this? Did they, were they in Ryan's camp basically saying, oh, thank God she's finally starting it or were they more like you a little bit more cautious and providing some cautionary advice for want of a better word? I think there was a mix of both. I mean, in in all honesty, the timing when I decided to take the leap was February of 2020. So started at was branching out COVID hits. So there was absolutely trepidation from people in my life. Is this the right time? What's it going to look like? How is this pandemic going to affect everything? And then there were individuals who are like, this is part of who you are and it absolutely needs to happen. And regardless of what the world looks like, you'll figure it out. Beautiful. Beautiful. Good. Good. And, you know, I know that um, Ryan, you decided at one point in time to join the business with her. Now, Stacy. He was the advocate for you to start this business. And now he's saying, okay, yeah, I want to join with you. What was your reaction to that? I mean, in all honesty, I was a, was a little hesitant at first because, well, we've worked with individuals. We know individuals. Where are the boundaries? Home, work, what does life look like? Where where does one stop? One, Where does one start? I mean, I've known Ryan professionally for 15 years now. So there was never a doubt in terms of what he brought in tools and techniques and strategies and his own therapeutic approaches. The concern was definitely more personal in essentially I would be his boss. And how would that look at home? (laughs) No different. I was just going to say, Ryan, (laughs) how did you hear or think about 
um, making that transition? What was going on in your mind when you said, you know what, this is something that I think we, we should do, work and live and play together? Well, my perception, I think, is a little bit, and re memory recalls, I think, is a little bit different than Stacy's in regards to that. Um, I feel I, I was a little bit more hesitant to come on at a more more in a, uh, in a capacity, right? Um, and if I can recall correctly, like we were having this conversation because what was happening was we Stacy really wanted a, an approach where we could have a different variety of staff that had came from different backgrounds, bringing able to bring different things from the table. And, you know, there was an increasing demand um, for clients that were seeking uh, a male counselor mm -hmm. or uh, the counselor with my skill set. So I increasingly started to get busier and I was getting pulled in a bunch of directions where Stacy was like, so maybe we got to sit down and have a, have a discussion about what your role is going to look like. If you're coming on more, if you're going to jump in with both feet or just still tip your big toe in. And I, I remember that I was hesitant around it. And so we, we have these conversations um, through the week that we call our table talk time, right? And that's when okay. there's no phones or anything like that. And we, we, we just sit down and we, we, we discuss things. Um, uh, and I was hesitant and Stacey, I remember her saying to me, what, what are you so scared of, right? What is your fear in this? It's because you have no problem pushing me to do it. Why are you so hesitant? <laughs> and my fear came from, this was Stacy's dream. And I had no problem supporting her in her dream and, you know, find happiness in her succeeding in her dream and things like that. But I didn't want to screw up her dream. <laughs> and it was, and, and in this business, we, you know, there's rational fears and there's irrational fears. And this was an irrational fear. I just didn't want to mess anything up. And I, I remember this word for word as Stacey said, so Ryan, you've been doing this for 20 years. And I said, right have you met, ever messed up something so big that it couldn't be fixed in all that time? And I said, no. And she goes, well, well then why are you going to start now? So let's get this show on the road. You know, you'd be a good asset. And then that's my perception of how like the ball really started rolling. And I, I've um, took on a little bit more of a, of a role with within the agency and clinic. Oh, that's nice. You know, and it's funny, you, you made a very, very valid point. We all have different perceptions and we all have sometimes different <laughs> memories of what we think, the thought process and the actions and the the perception yep. of what it was yep. that we went through. Now, Stacey and, and Ryan as well, because this applies to both of you. Um, Stacey, you started in February 2020. You There yep. was people that were coming in, COVID hit, a lot of stress and pressure. And, mm -hmm. and I'm sure, obviously, we see the result. You came out on the other side, flying colors. Was there ever a point when you were starting up the business or maybe even during that time or shortly thereafter where either of you had said, you know, you know, the heck with this. This isn't worth it. No. Oh, no. Awesome. Awesome. no it's, it's never it's never been a conversation. Nope. Awesome. You know, that's good because there there can be a time and I know from your experience, you'll understand the, you know, the regret, yep. um, you know, and <laughs> especially from a business perspective, because there are so ebbs and many ebbs and flows and stressors. Yep. It is so fantastic to hear that once you made that leap, you mm -hmm. did not regret it. 
That is absolutely awesome. So I'm just going to change a little bit of gears because I know, Stacey, you're so involved in the GNCC and mm-hmm. the Women Council, Women in Niagara. What yep. made you get involved in that organization? Because I'm sure you didn't have enough you know, <laughs> keeping you busy <laughs> running a great business. That's yeah, my- another passion I'm sensing. <laughs> it is. A hundred percent. So one of, one of my, one of my undergrads is in women's studies before it was uh, transferred to gender studies. So I've, I'm a lifelong feminist. I am a lifelong advocate of women's, women's issues, women in business, just women empowerment across the board, gender equality, diversity, et cetera. Um, I was raised by some very strong female role models and significantly influenced by those individuals and continue to have incredibly strong female role models in my life now. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was never a question. Like I've, I've been involved in different aspects, um, within feminist organization, women focused organizations. I've also recently joined the women's advisory committee with the Niagara region. Um, it's something that is a part Thank you. It's a part of who I am. Um, so to me, there's no, there's no other option. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I, I certainly, again, echo that sentiment. That's something mm-hmm. that I firmly believe in as well. Yeah. And, and I find it fascinating that, you know, I always love it when we have women and women leaders, women entrepreneurs that really help to foster that environment. So how do you split your time (laughs) between work and these initiatives like the wind council, you do corporate training, I found out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And either of you can answer that because I know you're both incredibly busy. So how do you manage that? Um, Survival some days. (laughs) (laughs) Now I didn't expect you to say that. (laughs) Coffee. 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 Okay. Yes. Um, Gratitude. You're not addiction counselors, I guess, right? (laughs) Well, we were at one time. (laughs) I am just kidding. I am just kidding. No, like a lot of gratitude. Um, I think that's what keeps me going because yes, my schedule is full. I've been, I've also been involved with the the women's mentorship through Brock University this past summer, and I will continue to get involved with things. Um, My motivation, my passion, my gratitude is kind of what keeps me going. Um, and I just, I can't imagine it being any different to be perfectly honest. And I mean, as long as the need is there and the, and the people are motivated to participate in the process mm-hmm. and the clients are reaching out, I think we'll both continue to do what we do. Awesome. It may look different at times. And like you said, there's always ebbs and flows, but I think this is a part of who we both are. Ryan, how about you? Do you how are you with time management and and navigating and juggling all of those balls? Well, I am nowhere near as busy as Stacy is, because uh, she's pretty humble, and she also left out that she's in uh, the process of getting her master's degree. Oh my goodness! On top, on top of, of all of that, in in gender studies, um, no clinical psychology. In clinical psychology, fantastic. <laughs> Right. Wow. So I think like I kind of like the way Stacey's described before, like it's almost like my role is like the glue that almost holds everything together. Oh, very nice. <clears throat> right. Which which was a little bit, you know, different from past roles I was used to because it, it's it's um, with change in regards to that, that usually 
my role historically was what Stacy is doing. And then it was very much a role reversal for me, right? So, it, you know, it really took Stacy being able to, you know, recognize that, you know, make sure because when I would, you know, deregulate or, you know, get the poor me's about it and stuff like that, where, you know, because we're also very competitive. Yeah, oh, between the two of you, you're very competitive. Yes, in general, oh, yes, fantastic. yes. I love so it. So it's like, well, you had 40, you know, you had 40 appointments this week. I only had 30. And it's like, well, right, Ryan, but I've been doing this a little bit longer, you know, <laughs> things like that. But I want to have 40 appointments too. But then I'm the guy that is, or the person that is bringing in the new furniture to the offices. So, you know, going and picking up the purchases off of Facebook Marketplace, being the lifty lift, you know, what I mean? like all that kind of stuff and whatnot, which which is 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 very beneficial within it. But that's where it, I struggled a little bit in because if it wasn't client work, I struggled in looking through the lens of how um, important it is, how, right, you huh? found how you provided value. Right, if I, right. If I can say, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, I very, can. yes, exactly. So yeah. it really took Stacy, you know, one being in tune with that, you know, me being honest to how I'm feeling, and I think we have pretty good communication for the most part between us. So, I, like, I'm nowhere near as busy as, as Stacy is. However, I'm productive within other roles. No, absolutely, and like, like you said, you yeah, you're the glue that can provide a variety of things together. Right, um, right. Like making you know, sure she has dinner when she comes home, wow. you yeah. know, before going to write her papers well, and things well, like that. Well, you have right? extra time. You can swing by <laughs> and take care of my dinner, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you had mentioned that you had some uh, clients that maybe are asking more for either your skill set or your gender in terms mm -hmm. of having a therapist. Would you say that adding Ryan into your mix um, because I went on your website and the majority of your therapists are, are female. Mm -hmm. um, would you find that your male clients uh, have really blossomed in terms of satisfying that need or Absolutely. it's still. So what percentage would you say you have right now in terms of male, female clientele in I terms of the entire business? Entire business, probably 80, 20, 80% female, 80, 20% identified as male. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> hugely beneficial though. Hugely beneficial to having oh, a male no, therapist. Don't get me wrong. I think it's fantastic yeah. that clients have the ability to have mm -hmm. who they are most comfortable with. Yeah. Um, it's the same in coaching. It's the same in mm -hmm. everything. Absolutely. Um, one of the things with the... One of the things with GB2 is if, when you peruse a website like that and see the different therapists and their skill sets is we don't particularly, you know, go through the lens that this is my client. So we'll utilize each uh, therapist skill set within the agency. So um, I've had a couple of, say, clients on my caseload that would benefit from one of our other therapists, Catherine, with the EDMR and things like that. So, you know, of course, in speaking with the client that we're dealing with, once they're comfortable, you know, we've utilized each therapist for their different skill sets and, and what they can offer. And, and for the most part, we get a really, really positive feedback in that approach, right? Oh, no, absolutely. And, you know, I think not trying to be all things to all clients yeah. mm -hmm. is extremely important because mm -hmm. at the end of the day and and you know please correct me if i'm wrong a lot of clients are becoming just that much more aware of yeah. 
people's expertise, what they can provide and what they can't provide. And if they feel any inauthenticity or, you know, that you're struggling, you know, yeah. either they'll call you out on it or they'll go, mm -hmm. you know, yes. it, it, it's so great that, you know, you sit back and you say, for example, my background might not be in trauma, but mm -hmm. we do have someone and I'm sensing that we're going down that trauma path. So let's move you along over mm -hmm. there, yeah. you know, but I can take care of X, Y until, you know, yeah. in Absolutely. conjunction. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. I would say probably about 98% of my caseload is males. Uh, uh, people that identify as male. Yes, right, yes. It's probably my, the bulk of my my caseload and things like that, right? So, and, you know, historically, like in the age brackets that I'm dealing with and things like that are usually between the ages of, say, 18 to 50 years old. And, you know, I still come across that old mentality of how men um, deal with their emotions. Mm, absolutely. And then, so therefore, the, since these are certain things that we've never really been educated in, they're missing those pieces of the puzzle of how those connections are important. And if their anxiety is high, how this can be beneficial and how connecting those dots and that information can empower them, you know, to realize why these tools or why these strategies are important in their journey in obtaining their goals. Mm, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's very, very important that, um, you know, you look after not only their mental health, but also their future and their goals and what mm -hmm. it is they're looking to do. I noticed that you had a wide variety of things through corporate training, which I think mm -hmm. is very, very fascinating um, to make that connection uh, that a lot of businesses are finally starting to recognize mm -hmm. a connection between mental health and their employees. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Productivity, productivity, productivity. Which yeah, is I, I do think the one positive, and I use that term loosely, that's kind of come out of the pandemic is more and more people are having awareness and having transparent conversations and looking at things differently yes. in terms of mental, emotional awareness, in terms of supporting their employees, their culture, their organization. So in full transparency, the, the corporate training section is entirely Ryan's idea in implementing in terms of how do we utilize the skills and supports and services that we have and kind of meet people where they're at in terms of, okay, we want to change the culture of this agency. We want to be more supportive to those that are involved. How do we do that? Oh, no, that's fantastic. What a great mm -hmm. idea to add and diversify and expand mm -hmm. your skills. So um, one question last for each of you. Uh, Stacy, just because of my advocacy for women yeah. advancement in industry, if you could say one thing to any woman out there thinking of entrepreneurship or even going into your industry, what would you want to say to them? Fear can keep you stuck or you can manipulate it to motivate you to get you to where you've always wanted to be. Beautiful. That's awesome. Ryan, same question, but for men. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Ooh, very nice. Right. You got to, you got to, yeah, sometimes dip your big toe. And, you know, if anything that's really worth doing, there's, it's going to be difficult. But therefore, that makes the reward that much more sweeter. Absolutely. And, and that gets you back to where we were in the beginning about your supporting and getting Stacy out of her comfort zone. But mm. always have a desire to do it, but just taking that final deciding mm -hmm. leap to go yes i've decided to do this and i'm gonna and you never looked back which is fantastic nope. 
Ah, well, I hope we have an opportunity to collaborate one day and look forward to seeing you guys out at events in the Niagara region. And thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for having us, Sue. That's great. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. My pleasure. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I know there are a lot of choices out there and I'm so happy you spent your time with me today. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a lesson. If you want to talk about your own story or have a specific question to be answered next time, head over to worthresults.com and connect with me. I would love to hear from you. See you next time.